0: Welcome back, perfect peeps. Today, we're talking about empowering your content with Prismic, and we have Alex Trost, who is a developer advocate with Prismic.
1: What's yeah, up, Alex? Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm really thrilled to be here. This is this is a lot of fun.
0: We've already talked a lot of the uh, kind of Alex, Alex thing, so we're, I'm going to try to go by Coding Cat in this, uh, in this episode. <laughs> I don't
1: know where your parents heard about the name. I thought my mom made it up. Um but Are you know you? what? Sorry. We're not going to fight about it here. We're I used about it about too. It. Oh, so. Alexander? Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. I, I, Brittany, I thought you got it from me. That's, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> Apparently, it's a common thing. I named right.
2: my son after you. Yeah.
1: Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> it's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, welcome, Alex Trost, to uh, Kodaket and Perfect Dev. Um, let's talk a little bit about how you got started kind of down the path that led you to Prismic.
1: Yeah, so um, for anyone who doesn't know, Prismic is a uh, component-based CMS. Um, it allows you to build websites, particularly on on the Jamstack. We make it really easy to integrate with Next.js, with Gatsby, with Nuxt. Um, and I started there uh, just about a year ago now. And the way that I kind of got the job was... Um, uh, you know, some people got into sourdough bread. Uh, I started a newsletter for my pandemic thing. And so uh, I started this thing called Front End Horse. And I wrote a newsletter and I write articles and um, started going on some streams and started doing like my my own stream a little bit. And um, who would be my future manager, Nuha, found me and emailed me and said, hey, would you want to be on the developer experience team here at Prismic? And it's not really a thing that I'd considered before. Like I, I, I was a front end developer, and I never like thought of jumping into like developer advocate roles. Um, but her description of it and just like like the opportunity there was just like okay, this is actually pretty cool. This could be this could be interesting because. Um, like I'm a developer now, but I have an even longer background in teaching. I was a second grade teacher before that, so I still love teaching i still um in i mean like like I started the newsletter to teach and to learn and all that good stuff but um that was like the exciting thing of like, oh wait, I can combine these two things into a career where i'm I'm helping other people I'm teaching them uh and I also get to continue to learn and continue to build things and uh do kind of what I wanted to do and so uh, yeah, she found me, reached out, and uh, I've been absolutely loving the role ever since. It's been a whole lot of fun, um, and just recently took over as the uh, team lead. So that's that's been it's been a, a a new challenge to start the year off with, but it's but it's been a good one. Yeah.
0: Just out of curiosity, um, I'm I'm a developer advocate too, and we're so new. Like when you say team lead, is that like? head of developer
1: advocacy I, developer I relations i don't know alex okay. i have no idea what my no 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 <laughs> no. Um, so we we've we've got a developer experience team, um and we've it's kind of a a diverse group of skills that we we have in our team and i think it's like a strength where we have uh, a community manager we have a content manager mm-hmm. um we have someone who's an expert in view um i'm not sure if you've worked with lucy either of you but she's fantastic you should have her on or, or work with her in some capacity um, we have someone who's an expert in gatsby and then uh next js with nick de um and i am now just trying to help uh get stuff out of their way is kind of my understanding is that like- i
2: did not realize that nick was on your team that is really. awesome <laughs>
1: <laughs> So um yeah so just trying to make sure that um, i'm actually doing a stream with him tomorrow uh, for people watching this, you missed it. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs>
2: you'll have to watch the YouTube archives, right?
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah, we yeah we 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 will have a recording somewhere. Nice. Um, but yeah, so just kind of making sure that that they have all that they need, and I can just get stuff out of their way. So it's about a uh about a six person team. So we're not we're not rolling too deep yet. But um, but yeah, that's did, did that answer your question? Is that kind of what? Absolutely. I'm still trying to figure out the role myself and just like, what <laughs> I exactly we all? I do. Yeah,
0: it changes day by day, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's a different thing at every different company, but it sounds like it was the perfect mesh for you. So, why Prismic, though? Why did you choose Prismic, of like, once you saw that developer advocate role, what made, what drew you to Prismic?
1: Yeah. So, so, I mean, besides the fact that they're the only ones who have written to me, but, but re- regardless, I, i you know so, so the the truth is and i i think as a developer advocate once you start lying once you start to like um you know shill for the company in in a way that undermines your own credibility that's all you've got you only have your credibility if you start coming out here saying hey uh you know Nalgene makes the best water bottles. They're perfect. They're they're great for everyone. That um, <laughs> they have no flaw, right? Like like once you start doing that, people go, "I don't trust this guy. I, I don't I don't know if I'm ever gonna listen to a thing he says." Um, so, full disclosure: I used Prismic before I, I got the job. I had made uh, personal projects with Prismic. That's fun to say. Um, I also have done a bunch of agency sites using Prismic, and I've used other CMSs. And I enjoyed those too. Like there, there are some CMSs that I, I used and did not enjoy. I'm not going to name any of those, right? But <laughs> um, I, I actually was using Prismic before they reached out. Um, And so, so like, yeah, I already liked them, already had used them. But like, it's funny because I thought I was using Prismic to like the fullest extent, or at least like close to it. And then you like come on board. I'm still learning stuff about it a year later where I'm like, we can do that and they're like yeah we can do that so I'm like, oh, that's cool i i I don't know just who, who am i you so kind of mutual love. yeah it, it was it was kind of a mutual love and um and yeah I, I i think you know one thing i i've always appreciated about it is just how easy the editor is to work with for editors like it i think the team did a great job of just scaling it back to the absolute like minimum that is needed so that when you send a site to uh, a client saying hey here's your website here's how you go in and create pages and create blog posts and do all the stuff that you need to do they don't go oh my god what am like what are all these buttons what are all these links They're like sometimes wordpress can feel that way all right, i said i wasn't going to talk trash <laughs> on any on any cms but like a a wordpress site can feel that way when you get into the dashboard it's super powerful but it can also be super overwhelming to to some people when they first hit it right so um I think that was one thing I liked before I joined.
0: I think this is a really good segue to talk about how how Prismic is so different because I think it is. It's it's very unique in its kind of CMS flavor. So if you're used to WordPress, how do you compare Prismic to that version of a CMS? Does it, yes. is it a standalone SAS? What does it look like?
1: Yeah, so it. It is a, a software as as a service. Um, one thing actually another thing I I liked about Prism beforehand and actually made me choose it um more often than not, was we have a very generous pricing structure for like the free tier. So like I'm sure you're familiar if you've ever built on Vercel or Netlify or any of these kinds of sites where like you can deploy most sites right now for free, like kind of entirely for free. Right. And it's just, we're just in this like golden age of, of web development where you don't need to pay five bucks a month for every tiny little project you spin up. You can just just like, Hey, I just launched a website. I'm not paying anything unless I bought a domain. Like that's, that's awesome. Uh, so for the most part uh, Prismic has a, 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 a free tier that you only start to cross once you like start bringing more people on and, at that point, it's just $5 and then like $10 if you want to have like 10 users. So uh, don't don't quote me on that. That's off memory. Um, but it's just a, g- a generous free tier where some other packages can jump up to like, uh, you know, once you go past the free tier, it's like a $300 bill and it's just a, a, <laughs> a, a bit steep. Um, but to go back to your, your comparison uh, to WordPress, I, I think the, the the biggest thing is, um, you know, it's, it's a headless CMS where... We thank you. Yeah. So the starter three users, small $15 a month. I apologize. Um, But uh, compared to WordPress, uh, Prismic is a headless CMS. So we don't like ship a front end for you, right? That's completely up to you. If you think uh, your client, and and I I come from the agency world, so apologies for the client talk. But if if you think your site, whoever you're building it for, uh, is best as a, uh, a a view app. Awesome, ship a view app on the, on, on that front end. You think it's the best as a Next.js app or a, or as a SvelteKit app? Cool, that's that's what what you can ship. We are handling the the, the rest in terms of content. Um, but compared to WordPress, we handle the hosting entirely. You don't have to worry about. Uh, maintaining anything really, right? Like we're just taking care of that. So that aspect is nice for me as a front-end web developer. Like I don't want to do WordPress updates. I pff, I apologize for taking so many shots at WordPress. I think WordPress is just great, but like it's it's just, you know, those kinds of things. I don't want to do updates. I don't want to, you know, worry about my server and do any of that stuff. I I'm happy with someone else maintaining all that. If, if that's not what you need for your use case, Prismic might not be a good choice for you. But if, if you're okay with that, then Prismic's something you should look into.
0: So it's it sounds like to me, like you need a level of a developer, let's say, to get started at least before you hand it off to a client. So... Yeah, Prismic integrate. is
1: is yeah. I'm 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 so sorry. I'm cutting you off.
0: No, not a problem. I was just gonna say to integrate the headless CMS portion, you're gonna need something uh, set up in Next.js, and we'll kind of walk through that um, towards the end here. But there's a connection there that has to be made. It's not like WordPress where it's all on one site and you're dragging and dropping with their new Gutenberg blocks and things like that. So it's kind of taking that headless piece um, into it, but. Correct me if I'm wrong. Let's let's talk about this slice
1: machine a little bit, though.
0: Like that's that's probably the big uniqueness in Prismic, right?
1: Yeah. So so to you know to get there, I, th- I think first we we should just touch on how. Um, so like the the big thing, if you were to ask Prismic users um, like what they love about Prismic, I think the editor that I touched on is something that I that I I, I hear a lot: the simplicity of that. And then Slices, this innovation that Prismic basically saw that lots of websites are built using big sections. So like if we were to go to to a a website right now, we would probably see that there's a big hero section at the top, right? Like we typically call that a hero. Below that, there might be like a features section where it, it, it like lays out like, you know, these are some of the important features, and there might be like a logo cloud underneath that, where it's like, here's the companies that love us. Below that, maybe like a testimonial section, right? So, web pages are typically these days built in these like big, full width components, um, yep. and we just call those slices, so that everyone kind of has a common language to talk about and to build around, right? So, uh, your designers know that they got they got to ship you a. a, a a pricing slice right and the developer knows to integrate that and then the uh editor can say oh i would love a pricing slice right here gotcha. and then the the great thing is like that's just a react component or that's just a mm-hmm. view component and then you can uh push that code to github and then when your editors go in and click "Hmm, okay what slice do i want i want a pricing slice they get to fill in the the data that that they're choosing And the site rebuilds and boom, there's that pricing slice right where they want it. If they think they want it up a little higher above a couple other components or below some other components, they can move it around. And so really what you're doing with slices is you're saying, hey, there's a lot of common uh, parts of a website that we can build for our editors and just hand them this like toolkit of things that they can then use to make infinite pages right so like oh no we, we we've got a marketing site we've got a ship for tomorrow um we don't have time to pull the developer in and have them like code up a new site it's cool because we can just grab this slice throw it together I'm going to use a pricing one here and right boom boom, boom boom publish and that page is live developer didn't need to get roped in because they already built the pieces of the site
2: it seems to be componentizing your data
1: yes yeah, exactly. That's it's 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 bringing that com- like like everything's components. That's the component based CMS approach that that we're doing. That's exactly right, Brittany.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. So, who would the target audience be then? If if we've got to have a developer, but you said that the marketers could do that. So, who is Prismic's target audience?
1: Yeah. So, I I think Alex kind of touched on it, where um, a developer does need to be involved um in in order to build out a Prismic site. We're not like a Squarespace kind of approach where like you can get started and if you have no coding experience, you can still build out a site. Um, it's, it's easy for the editors once the developer has kind of set them up, but like we, we are trying to empower developers to build websites, uh, for, for either for themselves, but like also for maybe a marketing team, um, a company that's trying to sell something and they, they want to build out pages, um, in an in easy-to-use way, but still get the benefits that something like Next.js will deliver because the developer kind of knows best. And um, as a developer, I I wouldn't want my clients battling against like a a Wix or, or, or something like that, where like, I don't really know what the front end is. I can't really get into the internals. I don't know how to like change things around easily. Um, you know, I I know my client's needs and I'm going to say, oh, you know what? View or sorry, like like Nuxt is like the perfect framework for this client because of these three things. And that's what I'm going to ship them for their front end. And then on the back end, they get that like page builder experience that people really like. People like the experience of a Squarespace where, where the editors have that control and they can build those pages out. Um, they, they don't want to be trapped into like a, a mold of this is what a page looks like always and you can't change it. They want to be able to do that like, you know, rearranging and, and creation that, that those um, great page builders allow. But then you get that, that front end that's just bloated and not refined and not exactly what that um, client deserves, honestly. Probably not fast, not
0: static yeah. driven, those sort of things
1: yeah like like the the things that developers can do with the jam stack is just so powerful so to 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 not have the best of both worlds right so 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 like editors can get that that great editing experience and developers can get that great developer experience and we'll talk about that with slice machine um and kind of like it's an everyone wins situation where it's not just good for the developers and bad for the editors right? it
2: seems like it's really easy too with that componentized data that you can move those around so the marketers are able to test those things and they're like this isn't doing very well here we can just move that and yes. the developers don't have to get involved which is super powerful
1: yeah and and i think one of the most like important things uh that i think people take for granted uh what what you just said is spot on. And if you don't have the ability to preview that page, marketers don't like it. Like yeah. and and, yeah. and they shouldn't, right? Like like like, like and <laughs> that's, sure. that's that's right. Like like um uh, imagine clicking publish on a thing and going, uh, I hope that looks <laughs> good. We'll find out in three <laughs> minutes when it builds. That's a terrible way, you know, like It would be like if you as a developer are like all right let's type the css and enter and now i need to wait and now i wait for three minutes and see if that css looks good no that that's a you know like we we went fast uh module reloading yeah (laughs) they deserve the same so prismic has a great preview feature that allows you to make a change hit preview and see it on the site just as as it would appear um and that's not always easy and not always a guarantee on the jam stack so to have that in in a a uh, you know in a framework like Gatsby, that's pretty cool. So like that's one of like our absolute like biggest features is just that you you can still do previews even though your site was statically generated.
2: Yeah,
0: nice. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So just to clarify, because I think there's a lot of terms kind of Lots around of what we're talking about. Um a a slice as part of a component model, essentially. And it's not necessarily like a div or a, a element that's sitting on a page. It's kind of like a grouping of something that you're going to. It's use. a section. A, a section.
1: Yeah. Typically a section. Yeah. Yeah. So like if 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 you pop open like a typical website and you see those those big chunks, it's typically um, s- semantically a section tag that's den- denoting those. Um, those sections i'm going to keep saying section apparently but yeah or yeah, an article i good. guess we like... blocks so uh, yeah <laughs> yeah or yeah it's it's those blocks. like if you're doing like a, a blog post you, you could use slices to be like all right here's a rich text and then i want an in an, an image slice and then i want this right like so you could get creative with it there there's lots of ways to use slices typically it's good just to think about them as big page level sections where there's like a hero slice a pricing slice a feature slice those big chunks that you can then build into pages are slices.
0: Cool. Um, so, s- as far as Prismic goes, it's very similar to like Sanity, I/O, and um, Contentful, like all of those other headless CMSs. Sanity kind of has their own like portable text feature where you basically get JSON. It describes all the text and different things, and you can take that into HTML or something else. Um, what does that kind of look like from a data standpoint coming out of Prismic? Is it still a JSON RESTful API? Is it GraphQL? How are you uh, delivering that?
1: Yeah, so it's a pretty similar thing um, where for rich text, you you typically, and, and I'm I'm no like specialist in this regard, but my understanding here is that like, you don't want to send html over the wire like that and just like have a string of like paragraph and all that kind of stuff so um it's it's similar i've i've worked with sanity a bit but not recently um but to the point where in prismic when you get your rich text back from the api um it's going to have basically a a format that that tells your functions or hold on so it it's basically going to say what it is that it's it's intended to be, so it might be like a heading one and then it it'll have the span there. You don't have to worry about it too much because we've got some great JavaScript kits where you you just pass that field into uh you know the uh prismic rich text component for so, react or for view or whatever, and that takes care of uh all the fantastic. rendering there, yeah, so like it's 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 a tricky thing, like to to parse yourself if you want to. Um, well, it's not too bad, but but it's it's, it's just, <laughs> it, it can get complicated. But it's really easy to customize from those components because if you're like, hey, I don't want my uh, if if it comes in as italic, I don't want it to just slap a you know an an, an I or an M on it. I want to pass it a specific class. It's really easy to say, hey. If you see in in italic, I I want this instead. So you pass like you know span class name italic, and then you just pass the children in there. Like it's it's pretty easy to customize on top of that. So we we have some fantastic uh, kits that were just updated, um, and they make it really really easy to build um, with rich text uh, with with links because links are like an interesting problem with a CMS, right? So it's like when you're linking between documents or if you're linking um, externally, right? Like you you have to figure those kinds of things out. We've got a link component um, in the React Kit and I think in the View Kit too uh, that kind of helps you handle those things and figure out, all right. Is this linking to another internal document? If so, uh, is that another page, and wh- where does that go? Or is this external? Like, do we need to use a Gatsby link or a Next link, or is this just an? I was going to say tag? that would
2: be very interesting with like routing and how you handle that, depending on <laughs> what framework you're using.
1: It's tricky, right? It, it, yeah. it gets kind of complicated because it's not it's not it, with those kinds of frameworks. It's not just what well, you slap in, in a href on there and, and you're done. It's like, all right, well, we want to optimize. If it's an internal, but you don't want to use like a, a, a next link, if it's going to Google.com, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think I think we've described Prismic the best that we can
2: verbally. Yes. Verbally. <laughs> verbally. We need to see <laughs> Do, some
1: code. Should I should I lay the groundwork for Slice Machine a little bit though? Because I I promise to double back on that. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. If, so. if
0: if that makes sense, I don't want to like
1: deter you. I think it does. Okay, I, cool. I think we'll be good. If
0: there's any images off the website or something, on the show, let me know.
1: Um, we we can show. So there's a slice that oh. I think does a pretty decent job of of at least being, um, you know, I, I I think it'll it'll help. But basically, uh, what slice machine is? Now that we've kind of hopefully nailed down that concept of slices, right? Um, Slice Machine makes it easier for you to build your slices, not on Prismic.io, because that that's kind of the the classic way to build slices. Is that you would go into your um, your editor on Prismic, and you would go to uh, your custom types, and and you would create a, a a new custom type. And so a custom type is basically something like a blog post or something like that that so yeah so this is where you typically go today we're we're not going to but like to to create your your models and and your data structures and your slices all on the website and then have your code separated from that like just the the gap between those things is just um it's it's not as nice as it could be as a developer, I want version control on on those data models. I want to be able to build locally. Um, I, I I want so many things that we have kind of put into Slice Machine. Slice Machine allows us to, in a local development environment, create those slices that we've been talking about, and make it so that uh, the the component is created in my code base. And so it's there just with some like some default React or Java or or. Uh, or view code. And then it gives me like the code snippets. Cause I, I don't know about you, but every time I try to like wire up a CMS to a project, the first like 15, 20 minutes is just like, all right, so what's the, uh, the URL that I need to hit. Okay. Am, am I hitting it? Uh, that's not the right one. I'm not, I'm not getting anything back. I'm getting a 404. I'm getting a 500, whatever. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm hitting the right thing, but I'm not getting the right data now. All right, let's figure this out. It's just this like constant like, just to get the, the right data. And now it's like, okay, I have the right data, but it's at the top of my project. What's the shape of the object I just got back? And how do I get that, that, that button text onto the button? It's like a 20-minute process for, for like a brand new project. This brings that down to like practically nothing so that as you create a slice, it's showing you the actual code snippet that you need. And we can get into that, but it's just it's bringing all of that home into your development environment where I'm used to being. I don't want to have to learn like all these different CMS websites and how how they kind of do it, and not be able to just do it in my code editor, do it in kind of an intuitive way. Mm. Um, So that's kind of what what Slice Machine, uh, um, uh, among other benefits, like, like like that's the biggest thing for me is that. I get to wire up a CMS in like no time flat and create components that my editors can move and remove and create uh, real easily. So if if we if you want to jump into Slice Machine, I'm yeah ready and ready. Sure. I'm
2: so intrigued by have, that too. I have
0: the Slice Machine dev. I noticed there's a Boop Master out here some on
2: there.
1: Yeah, so he he uh, got a demo from Lucy who who I mentioned earlier. What's Lucy's last name again? Um, um. Oh. Uh. Ha- Haberer. H. A. B. E. R. E. R. Lucy. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, <laughs> she she is uh in Paris, al- along with many of the other um, Prismic employees. It, it is a, a originally a, a it, we are a remote Paris based company. But um yeah. But so I think the example that we're going to be working on the the coding example is a slice machine project. So if if yes. we want to jump into that that would be yeah strange.
0: absolutely so um i kind of let me let me go back through the flow here so i don't lose people um so cool. i basically yeah. went through the get started next js just so i, I skip a, a few steps here. did that went to example projects
1: yeah we've got some some good um example projects that kind of help you get bootstrapped you, you can um you, you can like npm or, or um, i'm i'm going to say it wrong but basically is like NPX uh, at slice machine init. It's something al- al- along those lines. Sure. Um, and you you can do that over top of like a create next app or a create nuxt app, and it'll just uh, that allows you to bootstrap
2: the slice machine without actually installing it on your local system.
1: Yeah, it's 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 very nice. So yeah, you went here for the sample blog, I believe. Yep. So
0: I I snatched this up. Sample blogs going. Um... I should we look at
1: the code now or what's what's next? Steps? Um so did so, yeah so did we boot up slice machine well, yeah so in 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 your terminal basically um, you can run the slice machine dev server and okay. so that is going to um, allow you to use slice machine locally it's it's basically a local de- development environment where you can go in and with a nice graphical user interface, uh, create those those slices um, in kind of a handy way. I think it's. So like does
2: your, this use GraphQL?
1: This does not. No.
2: Oh, okay. With the graphical, I thought you were gonna say it's graph, GraphQL.
1: Oh, got it. No, 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 no. <laughs> that that does make sense though. I should I should be careful, but yeah, <laughs> just the, the the GUI, not the. Ref, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I know what you mean though. I I totally understand. So so I um,
0: I did yeah. the other example too before this. So I just called oh. a prismic example, not the blog one, and I was able to run npm run uh, slice machine. Great. I don't know if that's true for the blog example.
1: Though. Okay, so it it might not be running if if we want to check it out real quick. Okay, um, so this this is running out of the.
0: The other one, the, the kind of next first version. Is there a way to run the example or does it not matter? Like Slice Machine is going to connect up to my repo somehow. Um, I think it's,
1: I'm, I'm not sure I fully follow, but if yeah, if, yeah. if we want to. Can we, we, we bounce, see what your
2: code is doing? Yeah, let yeah. me
0: bounce to the code.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think if, if, if you have the two examples, I would just run it from the newer one. Okay. Um, I, just... I,
0: I don't see the command in there. That's what I'm wondering. Oh, see. interesting. Ah, stop it's sharing nice. slides. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm just going to close the old example. Cool. And then uh, this one, I hope, is the right one. There we go. Um, I might have to move us out of the way. Oh, interesting. That's a little rough
1: something funky happened here where you have two prismic configurations that's not great don't mm. know what happened we will look into that um but okay so you you do have an api endpoint though that's good so if you uh start up a new uh like a second terminal you should be able to uh, it looks run. like
2: one is camel cased and one is hyphenated
1: exactly yeah. and well, that's we're... confusing to me this is <laughs> this is news to me um so if, you know, if we run npm run slice machine, it should be, yeah. oh, interesting. It's not that's, in there.
0: That's that's the problem I was having. I'm like, I don't see where to run that.
1: Got it. Okay. Um, let me check real quick.
0: I do. If I open that other file. Is
2: it's this just... the example project that you downloaded off of the Prismic site?
0: Yeah, this is the journal um, example that okay. it cloned. I'm just going to look at the other example and see what the script script. actually does. So it looks like it just runs start slice machine, which is. Yeah,
1: if you want to copy that over.
0: Yeah, let's try this, see what it does. Oops, where are the scripts? I don't know what start slice machine is doing.
1: Yeah, so I just pasted some code in the chat here. If you want to add that to your um, package JSON. That might help. And then kill off the... Um, You put it it outside of scripts. scripts. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Okay. And
2: you're gonna want to remove the other one. I think that just moves it to a different port. So is it trying to run it on the same port that you're running on?
0: Oh. No, I don't think not like, sure. I, just, I don't think this is installed
1: at all.
2: Well interesting. You, you ran MPMI, right?
1: <laughs>
2: I hate to be obvious.
1: There, yeah. there there's a node modules folder, but I'm not positive. Okay. Is is there a um, in your package is uh, what are the dependencies is slice machine ui in there You don't have okay slice machine ui is not in there i could did we grab hold on we 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 might have grabbed a non-slice machine project ironically so Uh,
0: i can rerun this this is the one i ran oh you know what you remember when i said oh i got an error i wonder if it was some of this
2: I thought you got an error on the other project.
0: No, it was, it was this one. I'll try it again.
1: No. Um, you know what? We we grabbed a non-slice machine project. That's that's why. That's what this is? Yep. Yeah. The docs are a bit okay. confusing in that spot. Install. So if, if you go back. Sorry about that. No worries. Uh, if you go back to different. the docs, there's a 2.2 install a slice machine sample project we're in the midst of uh, getting rid of the 2.1 and kind of transitioning over to this.
0: Do I just go next.js 2.2? Nope. Example projects.
1: Yeah, so that one there. 2.2 install slice machine sample project. Sweet. Let's do that. Either one of those. So the sample multi-page site would give us some slices out of the box if you want to do that second one.
2: We're going to rewind and start all that over again
1: don't worry i this is for editing it's great yeah okay cool Um, so i'm sitting here going do i ask if they edit
2: this is why we're not
0: live so uh 2.2 you're thinking to run which one so we could start from either the first one comes in,
1: in entirely empty so if you want to kind of show off like a site that we can just use from slices from yeah, uh, I'm going to do this
0: sample multi-page site with navigation.
1: Yep. Yeah, okay. I would go with that one then. Cool. We'll get there. Yep.
0: I got to text my boss because I'm going to miss our one-on-one.
1: Oh, thank you <laughs> for Vince, reminding me. You
2: are me. Uh, cutting this out. Um, what theme are you using in VS Code? I had someone asking about themes.
0: Uh, I use the material theme. Material, okay. I'd have to go People look up the exact theme themes.
2: I use night owl. I was just I'm going to name this one coding
0: cat. And what is this thing next? JS SM tutorial. Sure. Sounds good. This one's looking better.
2: In this view, you can see the front end horse sticker very well.
1: Like <laughs> it is is right there. That's perfect. It is. And the coding cat one. Perfect. Yes.
2: And the spelt one over my shoulder. You
1: need to update your perfect one.
0: That's the old color.
2: Oh, those are the old stickers that you gave me. Dang
0: it. <laughs> Didn't I ship you new ones?
2: You did, but did I, didn't I? did I tell you they're tiny? They're this size. They're the coding cat size. They're, they're that like, small? They're that small. They were oh, tiny.
0: Oh, goodness. That's funny. Darn you, sticker mule. Okay, I think. I think it's a lot better, folks.
2: Yay!
1: Sorry
0: for all the confusion. Oh, you're I, fine. It didn't. No, even those are those are bad docs. docs.
1: I'm trying to. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. You're not, learning not today.
2: You. Learning. I'm I'm you're I'm learning
1: that. Oh, that thing isn't done. That we I thought was done. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now I can back up,
0: and we will start from here. And I'll do my fun trick of I'm gonna make a slide in Figma like. Instead of this, I'm going to, like, say, edit here.
2: <laughs> I told you, you could just scream into the mic, like, stop.
0: Yeah. Did, uh, did you get that from Syntax?
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, I got that same trick from Syntax also.
0: He <laughs> said he stopped doing it because his editor got mad, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, just screaming in their ear. yeah. Uh... Okay.
0: So, wow. Alex... I actually uh, went out and cloned a different repo, and we are all set to go. And now you're saying awesome. I can run Slice Machine.
1: Sh- I mean, yeah, it seems like you, we can. Yeah, so we're, we're looking Sweet. good there.
2: Yay.
0: Uh, I don't know what view's best. We're going to go full screen. So if you do a all lot right. of, like, screaming or pointing, just let me know, and I'll put us back on there.
1: Uh, I typically teach with nothing but hand gestures, so this oh, might be tough. Perfect. Yeah. So now... Oh, cool.
0: I probably want to show my browser, I would assume.
1: Yeah. It's be a little bit of back and forth, but it's it, it's the nice kind. I could try to
0: go to 4K, but
1: folks will get angry.
0: So there's some spinning occurring.
1: Yeah, so the first time you start it up, it's going to okay. take a second. But you don't have to give your opinion right now. Um, <laughs> but so... A couple of concepts that, that we should kind of touch on here. Um, custom types. We didn't really touch on those because they're not really like a prismic innovation or anything. Because as you can kind of see here, uh, we, we, we have a home page. That's a specific kind of custom type. We, we, we have a menu and a page. Custom types are basically like just data structures. So you can have like an author as a custom type. You can have a blog post as a custom type. Like these things that you're going to make either one or more of uh that kind of need their their own type that's that's where prismic just says hey what whatever you want to build go for it like for the front end horse site um i do a lot of events like you do and so uh i have an event type and i have a guest type so whoever comes on um that's a specific type where they have like a name and a profile picture and the event has a date
2: schemas
1: basically yeah okay yeah, so so that is uh, what custom types are. And then slices can belong to one or more custom types. So like we could put that banner slice both on the home page and on the regular pages. That's kind of up, up to us to do however we want. And then, yeah, so as you click into the slice, you can see these are the fields that it has. And uh, we've got a title, a description, a link, a link label, and a background. And what you're seeing over on the right there is one of the really cool features of Slice Machine where, um, before in Prismic, your editor would, would get to choose these slices to build from. Uh, where now we have these screenshots that are actually mocked up versions uh, of, of your component. So if you click that open slice simulator button there, oh, that is going to, uh, okay, so so. We need to set this up a little bit, and I'm. This is all brand new. We we launched Slice Simulator just yesterday, so this is kind Whoa. of oh wow, a, a new fancy thing. Uh, but so if you click the create a page for Slice Simulator, that 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 seems to be where we are. Uh, just just needing to to add it. So in your pages directory, create a file called slice-simulator.jsx. So if we do that, sorry to make you jump back and forth to the code. I think I'm going to just. Uh... Just, just Throw drop this it in and you can just tell us you did it. It'll be Scout's Honor. Simulator. Slice-simulator.jsx. hyphen And that should just drop it in. That's just to give you uh, oh, a page route. It already exists. It, it, it already exists.
0: Yeah, and has
1: all of that in there. Okay, interesting. Uh, scroll up a little bit.
2: Is the server, the dev server, running in the next? Ah, yeah. thank, you.
1: thank you. Good point because it I it, was it, just it does do
0: npm run dev, and then I it does
1: need that. Yeah, yeah, you have to
2: run <laughs> both servers.
1: Brittany, uh, we're gonna have to bring you <laughs> on board because your your prismic debugging skills. If you
2: hire me on. to do spelt work, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, hang on, I might be running another project. Sounds good. Yes. Oh nope. Getting an error. So let's
1: see. You can see this, yes. Sorry, property of null reading data. Ah, because we haven't we haven't shipped any slices. So it's trying to run. So that should be okay. Can you go back and click um, Do you want me Simulator? to simulate or yeah, if if you go back to slice machine. Yep. Just keep the dev server running if that's the right one. Um, it's still not going to work.
2: Did uh, you try refreshing the browsers on both pages?
1: Yeah, I, the, I think it makes sense. Could I, can with, I just
0: do
2: a doc question mark data slices
0: and then it, that'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or
1: it might be. Yeah. But it's going to try to serialize that. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So we need to do a or. Uh, or is it null? What What? I can't remember what.
2: Yeah, it says please it use null or omit this value. So cool. if,
0: if I read yeah. right,
1: <laughs> all good. That's that's not on okay. you. We, we've got to make sure that that template is, is uh, should I put not, a PR put in? Errors. <laughs> go for it. That'd be awesome. So this is our slice so if 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 you want to uh, and and i i know it's tough to go back and forth so i'll i'll just explain it instead of making you hop back and forth between your code because i know that the, the screen sharing is tricky um this is a react component that exists in in your project and just has uh spots where the data can be piped through when your editors fill out that slice this that we're looking at right here Is free mocks that slice, (laughs) excuse me, that slice machine ships um, with every single field you create so that you don't have to go into your CMS and enter dummy data just to build up components in in the way that you want. You can immediately start building components uh, with this storybook like um, interface where you're building this component in isolation. Um, This is the, this is not like a screenshot like like that's actual code there and um, it's just it just makes the component development environment so much nicer so that um, we we can actually go ahead and build out a, a, a slice right now if, sure. if, if you want to kind of show like how this yeah. might work. I, so but,
0: in my yeah. head what I'm thinking is uh, because of that data error, um, we're not actually getting data from the backend CMS necessarily. It's actually calling I would assume in the front end that's why you're able to preview.
1: So yeah, so that the, those right there, we can actually take a look in the code and just see uh, that slice machine is creating a mocks.json file for each slice that you create, so that you don't have to worry about like, because because typically the development experience uh, for components like that is okay. I need to make this hero slice. Um, I'm going to put some dummy text in here to start, right? Like mm-hmm. like you, you wouldn't start with like data dot. Title dot text. You would start with hero example, and you would put some lorem ipsum in for the paragraph, and then you would eventually swap that out for the um, the data attribute or whatever. But so if if, gotcha. if you open up your slices folder, there, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's in the root directory. Cool. So these are the slices that shipped with this example project. So if you open up banner slice, I believe that was the one that we were looking at. Um, And then you've got this model.json. So this is the actual model um, of that component. So you can see that we have a title, we have a description, we have a link, we have text. So that is the shape of that slice in in terms of the schema, right? Um, In in index.js, that's where we are showing the rich text component where it's going to take in that description and like i was saying how like that handles all that complicated stuff for us we don't need to worry about um how to parse the rich text Uh, but this is basically the shape of our react component Uh, and then at the very top i think there's a dot slice machine folder in in your root yeah in there uh, and then assets uh slices and then banner slice we tuck it away because this is something that you you never need to touch, but just so you can see it. And then mock You have
2: that... a stories file in there, so it's integrated with Storybook already.
1: Yeah. So we, so um, the wow. the slice simulator thing there is just an, an an optional, easier one to get up and running because uh, Storybook we we absolutely love it, but it can be kind of temperamental to set up and <laughs> re- reliably install at least that's been my experience like yes it just...
2: that is my experience with it as well
1: yeah so to avoid that kind of like i can't take snapshots i can't build in isolation because storybook is throwing errors because i'm using tailwind or because i'm using style components or because whatever um we built out that slice simulator that just is basically a view renderer or a react renderer or a svelte renderer and just allows you to um Build that component in isolation, and so here is just uh, the, the the data that is getting passed in. It's it's nothing too fancy, but I think it's such a nice quality of life improvement where I don't need to go into my CMS and and just just type fdfdfdfdfd FD, 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 or whatever <laughs> just to to build a component. I've done that so many times. There's just like here's a garbage image, here's garbage text. I just need to see what it's going to look like. But this is just like uh, nice mocks that then this the, the that little screenshot that we saw that gets pushed up to prismic so your editors aren't guessing at what kind of slice they're choosing because i've i've worked on sites where uh, we we start to to get deep into like creating components for for the client and they have to go like all right this one's called text left prominent image <laughs> what's the difference between that one and prominent text left image or like right image text it just gets to be messy Maybe when you're isn't. only using words to describe layout things right so it's just like oh that's tough so giving them that 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 screenshot they go oh right i want that one where the image is there right like trying to describe it with words is just kind of messy so the snapshots are super helpful so that editors know exactly what they're getting into. Um, it's just How, it's just a nice experience.
0: So uh, we kind of took a, a look at that model.json file. Um, yeah. Is that something that you have to code as a
1: developer to expose that back to kind of Prismic? Um, or no. The, so... The slice machine? That's a great question. So, um, model.json is pretty much handled by Slice Machine in that GUI for you. Okay. Um, so, if if we wanted to create a slice on our on our own, we can I go ahead and do that. Do.
0: Absolutely. Cool. Um, if I share the right
1: screen. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we we want to dip into Slice Machine. The uh, Slice Machine. Slice Machine UI. Cool. So here we are. So we can go back to slices. And tap that little plus button, and uh, cat slice or coding cat slice. Cool. Yeah, you, you, you can drop the slice. That that's a bad <laughs> habit that I have. Just calling everything a slice slice. Um, so now it's got a little spinny up top, and it is building I just, it. I just
0: saw something move in my folders down here. So oh, yeah, so cool. it's it, it's, it's actually
1: creating files in that slices folder and also building out those mocks and everything. And in just a second, we should have a uh, title and, and a description field as kind of the defaults for that first slice. Cool. Um, or, 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 or I guess it's, it's not a first slice at this point. It is a, uh, you know, a seventh slice or so. Because a first we, created, a defaults. user right, created yeah. slice. Yeah. Exactly. And so the, the reason that that took, took a little bit is because it also took a screenshot of what that default is already. So you see the engage seamless models thing mm. on the right. That's just kind of the, oh. um, th- that's the snapshot. The component that it, that it created. Yeah. Are you guys using exactly. like puppeteer for that? Or I think something like that. So it's mm. like like mm. Lucy mm. who I've, I've already uh, mentioned a couple of times is actually the one who built this. So I, I can ask her, mm. but yeah, she did a great job just making it so that, um, it's not the full features of Storybook, but it is what we are using from Storybook. So it's it like Storybook's a massive app, and we were just using it for snapshots and for building in isolation. So we kind of just said like, let's just recreate those two features and put it there. Yeah, that's really cool. So, so is that
2: a canvas from Storybook?
1: Is that a kid? Um so what 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 we're looking at there doesn't involve storybook, but oh, if you if, if you were to add storybook, um, we're already creating automatic stories for you so that you, you don't have to go in and, and generate stories and all that kind of stuff. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, so this isn't storybook anymore. we but 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 you've you taken know from storybook, storybook what you need. <laughs> yeah, we we've we've kind of recreated those Purposed. elements of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. gotcha.
1: But cool. Sorbook's great. And if you want to build it into your project, it's it's really easy to use with with Slice Machine.
0: So now at this point, I could be wrong, but it seems like we cloned the repo, we kind of told it some things, but we're actually not connected up to Prismic yet. Is that true?
1: We are. The 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 no. only reason why we don't have any data coming down is because we didn't um push anything so if, if if you open up um slice machine there there it is
0: i i was missing the repo yeah yeah yeah. sorry that, that's
1: that's a, a great thing to point out so um so, in so, slice machine yeah. we've yeah. got our models all locally and so um if, if you hit push slice to prismic up up at the top right that will take this this you know like um, your model.json and push it up to Prismic and say, hey, I want this to be a slice there. Uh, we've still got a couple more things to do still. Oh,
0: I'm jumping all, again.
1: All, all good, you're excited. I, 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 I love am, it. I'm pumped. Um, so if we then go into the custom types, we need to now um, assign it to a page because uh, a slice isn't really anything unless it has somewhere to go, right? Like it, 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 it needs that type to go into. So Slice um, so, is
0: kind of hanging out in the Prismic database. We just don't have any place to place it yet.
1: Right. So yeah, like, like it exists, but there's there's no parent page to go into. It's kind of like um, having an, an input without a form field around it, right? Like it, it, it needs something to, to be placed into. So if yep. we add it to the homepage custom type.
0: So go here, add new field. Um, i'm not
1: i'm not um oh, sorry. so in it all oh, good in in the slice zone there so for each custom type you can determine whether or not it, it makes sense for that slice to be there so if you hit the edit slices button at the top right you can toggle it so that the coding cat slice can now appear in in this one so like you might not always want like uh a, a contact form slice to be available on the home page like it just doesn't belong there right like like certain things we we want to give you that power so if you push to prismic up at the top right that should update that and uh we we may need to push all of our slices but we may not i we'll see we're going to learn together so you're going to be writing in english so you can go ahead and hit that oh. <laughs> all good. i was like
0: why is this pop up
1: all good um, so let's see if, so you should be able to create a new, t- is there, yes, yeah, so you've got a homepage. So if you hit, cre- uh, no, no, see, you don't hit create new here. Um, if you go to the top left, back to the document one, yeah, that, that, yep. <laughs> create new at the top, right. And then if you choose homepage, just because, you know, we need a homepage. <laughs> um, so the snapshots aren't, aren't coming in right now. I'm not sure why. Uh, but if you choose the coding cat one, we should be able to... If it's there, you might have to scroll horizontally. There you go. Is Coding Cat not in there? Mm-mm. I don't Let's see it. Is this the right one? The Coding Cat Next.js SM tutorial? Is that the right repository? Yes. Okay.
0: I think this, so this synced. It should be synced. And then.
1: Hmm. Um, can you just check the. Um the Prisma configuration in your, in your root directory to see if that's, if it's coding cat yes. next JS SM tutorial.
0: Uh, it goes to sm.json, where is sm.json? Yes, coding cat nextjs next JS dash SM dash tutorial.
1: Okay, cool. So um, in slice okay. machines, goes...
0: so, yeah. Check in. Um, did we put that on homepage?
1: I think we, we double, put. Yeah, we definitely put it check. on homepage.
0: Let me double check that I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, ah, there it should be a save
1: button at, at at the bottom here. There, there.
0: there. Uh, not not it is. That's clear. Automatically.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it didn't and it didn't warn you. So there you go. Push to Prismic now. Uh, yeah. So you you just updated the model in in your file system. So like it it changes the file there, oh, and yeah. now we have to push it to Prismic. I should have mm. put
0: a coding cat image in there. This is going to be such a boring <laughs> thing.
1: All good. Um, and then, yes, so in just a sec, that should push to Prismic and update that custom type to now allow you to um, build with that slice. So, uh, yep, if you go back and we go into the documents, it's just the lines at the top left. Cool. And hit You're going user your new.
2: testing on this for free today.
1: Absolutely. And, and it's the best kind, the, the in, in public and recorded kind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Coding Cat, there we go. Yay. Nice. So then we can add a title and say whatever you want. Awesome. And then real quick, the UID at the top there should be, I think, home. Uh, it's really subtle. It's it's um, no yeah. a little bit down, a little bit down, right in oh. the middle there. Yep, yeah, there. You there. Go. That should be like home, I, I believe. Then we can check our file to see if that's right. It's either home or homepage. I forget right. what the default is. Um, now, if you hit save at the top right,
2: okay,
1: and then you're gonna hit publish, and then you're gonna mm-hmm. choose to publish now. So just hit publish, and then so now that data is uh, gonna be available for your slice for, for, for your homepage to pull in. So if if we go over to our code, okay. So let's actually see. Oh, there we there we go. We didn't even need to go to our code.
0: Woo-hoo, so like nice.
1: that's that's kind of what I mean where like we never had to like pass that data down to certain slices. We built the slice and we 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 pushed it to Prismic, we added that that content and now it's just on our homepage. Like we didn't have to do that that wiring up because Slice Machine just kind of takes care of it for you. It was
2: already connected to the yeah. right piece of data. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. Oof,
1: that yeah, and then crazy. you can add more things in and rearrange them, just create more and more pages. So awesome. We, we, can, you, we can you do the double, whole thing yeah. without Slice Machine? Can you do what? Um, without, without the
0: Slice Machine that you're running locally, can you do all of this? or would you have to manually then create all of these json files and stuff
1: so um you you, you can do it but using kind of like prismic classic so to speak so sure. it's um uh, like like it it's it's using a similar editor ex- experience where like you're clicking add field you choose which kind of field you want so like we we didn't get into that but there's like image fields and there's date fields and all those kinds of um classic types that you would expect there's a location right like we've got all of those all more like a
2: traditional cms style where you're adding in your own data to the cms and then putting those fields into your code
1: are are you saying it is like that or is not sorry i'm 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 saying
2: is it more like a traditional cms where you add your data in the cms and then you have to connect it in your code separately
1: yeah yeah so so exactly like like you would set up the shape of, of, of your schema in the CMS on Prismic IO yeah. and then kind of figure out from there. All right. So I'm getting data back. What's the shape of data? Like, how do I get to that button text? Ah, I got to go mm-hmm. data dot main, you know, like all, all those sorts of things. So it's not impossible. We've been doing it for a while, right? Like, like we know how to get the data from there, but slice machine just makes it so that like, it's just there. Um, and there's there's lots of just nice features like code snippets. Like in in that editor there, where that screenshot was on the right, if you hit like show code snippets, um, yeah. So if you check out Slice Machine there, um, go to a slice, any slice. So slices on on on. Yeah yeah. Here we go. So uh, show code widgets uh, right in the middle there, right there. Yep. So rich text render, slice primary dot title dot description. So like as you're building things out. Um, this makes it so that you don't have to kind of guess what the shape of that is. We're showing you, hey, it's slice.primary.description. And mm-hmm. here's the rich text component that you're going to be passing it to. Like, that's just really nice so that you don't have to guess what's the shape? What's this thing called? What did I name it? Ah, right. Like, it's just oh. there. And so you can copy and paste that into your code.
0: Just one one more question. I think we'll, uh, I, I think here all it'll, day. we'll all click in my head finally. So if I come out here, I'm going to remove us again. I have my slice I picked, but if I were to do this, is there any way to say, well, I don't really want to use slices and I just want to put divs and HTML. Is that a possibility or you always need a slice first?
1: Um, Yeah. So if you go to slice machine. Okay. um, And you go to your custom types. Uh, let's just use, use homepage as the example. Cause that's what we're, we're working on. So, um, up at the top, right, there's add a new field. So right now all we have is the UID, which basically is like the, the URL. So we can add like a title here because, Hey, uh, you know, like every page kind of needs a title. I'm going to add an H1 to everything. So you can pretty much do any kind of thing. We can just use a key text that, that, that works fine. Uh, it was at the bottom. A key text just always comes back as a regular string. So it's nice and easy. So you're going to say title. And then if you hit add, this will then, and then save the file system. And then the the push again, that might take a second. But that's basically going to add that that like um, guaranteed field there. And it's just going to have it there once. And it's just going to be on every single, uh, well, well there's only one, one homepage, but that, that field will be there. So, I mean, in terms of like, um, creating a div and and just having HTML, you can absolutely do that with, um, with set, setting up the exact structure of a page. So like, for instance, take, um, uh, my events pages for the front end horse events. Um, I'm always going to have a guest and I'm always going to have a description and I'm always going to have a, a YouTube link. And so like, those are things that are kind of locked in. I don't use slices too much on those pages okay. because mm-hmm. they they share such a common structure with each other that it's, it's a lot of just like setting up a rich text field f- for this bit and an image for this, a link for this. And those pages kind of get built out the same way. I don't use slices there because it's just not like the best use case. But then if I want to build a page... Um, you know, to, to talk about a new event I've got coming up, I might use slices there because of the flexibility, because maybe I want to, um, you know, have an, an, an image here and then move it up and just whenever you need lots of sections and lots of flexibility there, that's when I reach for slices. Um, but you don't have to to use Prismic. I use Prismic for lots of stuff without it.
0: We could almost consider those those fields as like data, true data fields. Or if you're like a markdown crazy person, you can use that as your front matter, whereas the rest is the markdown yep. piece, right?
1: Exactly. Okay, cool. yeah. yeah. And, and, make sense. and uh, if you're using slices w- w- without Slice Machine, which you can, like, like that's like the classic way. Mm-hmm. Um, you like data-wise, you're you're getting an array of objects, and the object just says like slice yep. type. And you can just, you know, like if slice type is equal to hero, show this component. If yep. slice type is equal to pricing, show this component. You swap oh, and it's just what an what array. And yeah. as your editors say, Oh, I actually want this one above that one, guess what happens in the array, right? Like it's it's just, it just yeah. So like like the the concept. Massages kind of comes the home. data. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's really what's happening at the end of the day.
0: Cool. No, I, I think that summarizes pretty pretty well. Um, I did want to show off really quickly uh, before we do perfect picks this is that page that he keeps talking about Front end horse
2: so nice. many great animations uh, no, over I, the I, hero I just, text. Go,
0: watch this i gotta refresh it this drops in i thought it was bacon at first like, <laughs> like, it, it kind of looks, looks like here.
1: bacon I, I don't blame it yeah
0: see that little oh uh, great
1: animations <laughs> all Thanks. over the place
0: so definitely check it out. That's this is Alex's site, Front and Horse, that he was talking about, and it's got all kinds of cool newsletters and I won't click the Discord and articles and stuff like that.
1: Got <laughs> a fun Discord. It's 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 a good time. Uh, and we do Twitch shows. We have uh, lots of great people on. We we have have a lot of fun. Try to focus primarily on creative coding um, So that's just the stuff that I've always really enjoyed, just digging into code pens and learning about good stuff there so
0: i I love i love all the front end goodness
2: so it's a really fun time yeah thanks
1: all right not to
0: put you on the spot but we're gonna dive into perfect picks next excited and alex yours is first
1: all right yeah so um this is one of these things that i just absolutely adore it's a video game and it is one of those like experiences that you just kind of have to sit with, yeah, don't go watch a Let's Play. Don't go like, because there are just moments in this game that you kind of need to experience for yourself. Nice. Um, to, to sum it up briefly, it is a mystery game where you are kind of stuck in a solar system that's on an endless time loop. I need to kind of find out why it's on this on this time loop <laughs> And kind of how to save this little solar system. And in in most games, that would involve you saying like, if you want to go from planet A to planet B, you go in a menu and you choose like travel to planet B, and then like a loading screen happens, and then you're on planet B. You get into you, your spaceship, and you like have to control the spaceship to like blast off. And it's it's a very tiny solar system, <laughs> and you like maneuver out in space. It is just like this freeing explorative game. The gorgeous soundtrack. It is just, uh, it's it's such a work of art. I can't recommend it enough. It is it is absolutely an experience. It's it's one of it's one of those things where I wish I could forget it so that I could play it again because (laughs) because half of it is just the discovery and figuring things out and learning about how this solar system works. It is it is such a great game. Can't recommend it highly enough. I'll have to
0: install it on our new Xbox Series X.
1: Yeah, it's on there.
0: Um, I yeah, you just had the one pick, so that was a really yeah. good pick, by the way. But I'm gonna check that one out. Uh, Brittany, you're up next.
2: Yeah, my next one is the YouTube channel for Front End Horses Twitch Show. So I just discovered that you had all of these on YouTube the other day. Oh, nice! And I've been going through watching some of them. So if you want to see the backlog of any of the Front End Horse Twitch shows, they're all on there. Really, awesome. really amazing guest. <laughs>
0: My, uh, my my dates for this pod are messed up, but you could also go watch Adam Argyle on, on our yeah, show. Yeah, we had have... That'll be in the past, even though it's not out yet. <laughs> so confusing when we record pods.
1: He's fantastic.
0: He is amazing.
1: Wow. We have
2: Yuna coming cool. on as well in the future. So oh, that's awesome. that's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Cool. And Amelia
2: Wattenberger's on there. She's going to do a Svelte Sirens talk for us. Like, I, there's so she's many so great fantastic. people that you've had. James Quick is on there. I keep seeing people. Selma from Netlify. Oh, my goodness. I, I,
0: just, I could yeah, go on, on. I just saw someone's head sideways. This must have been on purpose.
1: That is on purpose. Yeah, that, that's his style <laughs> for her first thing. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Uh, your second bit.
2: Yeah, my second pick. I guess we're having a game day today because I've been playing this free-to-play game. I was amazed that it was free. It's called Bless Unleashed and it's an MMORPG massive multiplayer online role-playing game. I had to very slowly think that went through and i don't know i love these open world games where you mm-hmm. have like quests to go out and do and I, I was a big wow player back in the day but i don't have time for it anymore but i wish i had more time to play this one because it's been really good and free which is the best so
1: that's cool what's happening in this picture i'm trying to figure out there's a dragon <laughs> involved and a person swinging a, sword there's a dragon
2: the, it? and it looks like maybe a warrior or something i really don't know
1: it's just a, it's like where the body of the dragon is confusing me, but I'm I'm sorry, I'm just is, trying to figure, yeah. just been trying to figure out, like why would they choose that still of all There's of like them? It's like a a wing and a wing, but then where's like the head? What's going he's on there? Almost like a, a I think the sword
2: is like in front of the head, like maybe he's sword killing the dragon, sword? but yeah. I haven't gotten that far in the storyline, and I'm playing a mage class, so none of this makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting choices. But yes. That's cool. It, it looks very good. <laughs>
0: My uh, my first pick, uh, I think Scott's putting this out, or at least it's on oh. Level Up Tutorials. Uh, G Query not yes. to be confused with GraphQL, which I keep doing for some. Oh, day.
1: or jQuery. I thought it was yeah. I I yeah. thought it was a, a a new jQuery. Is what? Yeah, I assume. At,
0: at the top it says not like yeah. jQuery, <laughs> a different kind of GraphQL client. So phew, it's a lot to take in. G Query though. That's that's what, what it's and all it's about.
2: for spelt kit. It's a way exactly. to integrate with spelt kit. So are you playing with spelt kit? Is that what this means?
0: <laughs> I'll never admit it. <laughs> I feel like every day I have to talk to Brittany about Svelte or spell kit, so I thought it was time to play around a little bit.
2: Nice.
1: So I guess I did admit it.
0: Uh um, my second pick.
1: Is... But you can edit this, so that's, that's the thing. <laughs> so
0: that's true. Right. That's true. <laughs> um, my second pick is from uh, this labs. It's actually a really uh, good video as well. So yeah. there's just a little write-up on here about Prismic and Storyblock, but not Storybook. Storyblock. Storyblock. We've had this issue in the past, too. Um, but if you click on the first link here, it'll take you in.
1: Also, it's Prismic, <laughs> not Prisma. There's just so many, so many things like that.
0: Clicking the wrong thing is always.
1: Um, but there's this whole
0: talk that they go through, and it it was really incredible. I, I listened to it to catch up for this pod, and uh, it's a it's a good listen.
1: Yeah, and that's Lucy.
0: That's Lucy, that's, that's the oh, famous who, Lucy we keep who, talking about.
1: Yeah, who made the uh, slice simulator and everything? So
0: there's there's the last name. Yeah, we got it at L.I. underscore H.B.R. Yep. (laughs) Cool. Well, Alex, thanks so much for joining us talking about Prismic another CMS, but totally in a different way with the slice machine and slices and everything else going on. I really love it.
1: Oh, this is a blast. Honestly, thank you so much for having me on. Y'all are just a a lot of fun, a lot of fun to hang out with. So,
2: so are you. you. Thank you for coming. We appreciate Uh it.
0: Remind me
1: you guys met in New York at the Svelte link? We
2: did, yeah. Yeah, like we we're we,
1: mainly, yeah, yeah. We we knew each other mainly through the um party corgi discord, I think, right?
2: Oh, nice. oh yeah, we did we did know each other through the party corgi discord and then I discovered the front end horse discord. But yeah, yeah we got to meet in person in New York. It was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, at the Svelte uh Svelte Summit. Right? Yeah, at Svelte Summit yeah, watch party in New York. It was the the first and like last uh, conference I've been to in like three years. I, exactly. I was just so needed when I, when when COVID took a, a low enough dip that I could get in there and or that we could all have a a, a safe a nice conference. little
2: <laughs> get together. And then now we're back kind of in quarantine for a little while. Yeah,
1: but that was Show us that your was vaccination awesome. was card. You.
0: you can come in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks so much. Take care, Alex. Thank, Thank you. 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 Take care, everybody.